This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new values, and a new experience. Hello and welcome to episode of You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, Artist of the Week. And Artist of the Week this week, we have Christina LaRocca. Welcome to the show, Christina LaRocca. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, yeah. We've been trying to do this for days. I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, so tell me a bit about yourself. Who is Christina LaRocca? What's your story? What are you all about? Oh, okay. So I live in Los Angeles. I'm from New York. Um, you know, I'm an international touring artist. I put out an album in July called These Are My Whiskey Dreams. Uh, you know, and last week I was on the road. It was kind of why uh, it was so hard to just make this happen. I was just like driving up to San Francisco and playing some shows. But uh, yeah, so between being an artist, I also uh, book artists as well so I have a hand in the music business side of things as well and uh yeah LA's been a crazy ride it seems like you don't get any time to yourself uh, looking at your bio and looking at what you've been doing what you're coming up and everything with all the touring with all the business yeah you must not be able to find any time for yourself you know um yes and no like sometimes on the road I find myself there's those moments of you know solidarity but um you know at home like just there's always something to do there's always something that needs to be done but you know I have to say that that's a big difference between living in Los Angeles and living in New York City where in New York I never ever stopped but Los Angeles and the West Coast has kind of taught me a little bit to just like enjoy life and and take my time as well you know yeah it's good I mean it's amazing how a place can change the way you see things and do things, I suppose. You know, you you just get caught up in that lifestyle. In New York, it's hustle and bustle, always on the go. You end up kind of following that chain of thought, and now you've moved to L.A. Yeah, I've uh, been here for over five years now. And would you say you're happy there, then? You wouldn't change it? I wouldn't change it, no. I know. I, I know my New York, my New York people are like, oh, whatever. When are you coming back? And I'm like, I don't think ever. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, I was born in Brooklyn and grew up in Staten Island. And uh, I just I wanted to change. You know, I just needed to change. So it's been really yeah. nice out here. Yeah. So tell me about your music, because you've, you've got a distinctive country sound that uh, it's it's kind of breaking away from the the typical country, but there's country elements in there. It's got you've yeah. kind of you've kind of made it palatable for everyone. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So you know, being a New Yorker, I didn't grow up around country music. Like my earliest memories of listening to country was maybe my mother listening to like the best of Patsy Cline, where she's just like a crooner, like almost like a like a like a like a Frank Sinatra in a way you know but just that dark uh like female ballad that sets the tone for artists like Lana Del Rey and you know some of the edgier artists from like today but growing up listening to more 
hip hop and R and B, and then leaving New York and being introduced to other kinds of music like country music and playing in Nashville and then moving to the West Coast, you know, I've definitely picked up just some more of that like Americana vibe. And now, and even reggae, you know, like reggae is such a huge part of West Coast culture and music. And in a way, it's almost like West Coast Americana, you know, Uh, it's also like ingrained in our pop music too. Like a lot of hits have like a lot of reggae and a lot of upbeat, you know, rhythms. So this album really just became what I felt was just a true representation of who I am and the travels that I've had in the past, you know, five years. So this album, you would say, is representative of your journey? Yes, yeah, definitely representative of the journey I've had, you know, in the past five, six years now, uh, and even a little longer, for sure. So tell me a bit about your music and the album. How did it all come together? So these songs, some of these songs are as old as like 2012. So the last full length album I put out was in 2012. So some of these songs I wrote in New York. Some of these songs I wrote while I was moving to L.A. And some of the songs are written two weeks. One one song was written two weeks before we got into the studio. So um, it's definitely got like, yeah, a range there of who I am and some different stories. So the album has done some travelling itself, then it's not all been done in the same studio, it's been done in different places. Different places with different producers, there's four different producers, actually, I'm sorry, so if you count the CD, five different producers. I know that that's not, you know, it's done more so in like, I'd say like pop music and stuff like that, but I just, you know, I was working with one producer, we did some songs, uh, Andros Rodriguez, and he's a super busy guy, and he was living in LA for a while, and He's like Shakira's right hand man. And, you know, we go back probably 10 plus years from uh, working together in New York. And he went on the world tour with Shakira, like as her Pro Tools engineer. So we recorded those three songs and he was gone for like forever. So I just knew I wanted to continue the process. And I was being contacted by Alex Arias. And, you know, I liked what he was doing, too, even though it was like a little different than Andros's. You know, I said, I I know what songs are going to suit this producer so and that was just what happened um hard to trust and love was produced by my guitar player gene who we've now been playing together for seven years um and aside from being an artist in his own right and putting out an amazing album that he produced last year called amusia um he's also a film and tv composer for music yeah so just just a lot of different people and i i was a little nervous at first but then uh when I heard it all together and I kind of figured out the song order and just what made sense and flowed, um, I'm really happy with it. Kind of makes a bit more sense to me now because when I was listening to it, I did think it was very diverse in a lot of different places, but that was maybe due to the different producers. But even though I say that, even though it was diverse, I don't think it strayed away from the essence that made, you know, that of you with the new music, it didn't, it didn't sound like someone else, it sounded like your music, sounded like you, so it never steered away from that, if you get what I mean. Yeah, no, um, you know, I'm the singer, at least I, I'm the one taking you on the journey, even though the journey, you know, the location of the journey is ch- changes throughout the album, um, in a way, and, you know, some of my favourite albums all t- of all time, like, change like that too, or have different singers, you know, like, 
Uh, I love Mark Ronson's album version from like 2007. And, you know, you have like, it's all him. Like it's all through like his, you know, his tone, but he's taking you on a different journey with all the different singers and their styles. And, you know, so I, I liked the idea, you know, I, like I said, it wasn't the original plan, but it happened. And, you know, I kept having the debate with myself. Do I just release singles or do I re release a full breath of work? And I said, you know what? I was like, it's been too long till I, since I did a full length. Uh, let me just tell the, the story the way I want to tell it. And we'll see what happens. <laughs> Screw it. I mean, not many people are doing albums anymore. It's kind of like this is the generation of internet and singles. You've got people collaborating over the internet, never meeting each other. And ever, mm-hmm. just release, re- releasing singles left, right, and centre, and maybe the odd EP. It's quite refreshing, refreshing to have somebody release an album that's not just a collection of songs. It's got an, a narrative, if you if you like. So, where where do you see yourself going in the next year or two? So right now, um, I have a music video that's being edited. It should be done really soon for the song Breathe. It's like the rocker on the album, number eight. And um, I'm really excited about that. And I really just want to take that. And, you know, um, it was directed by Jacob Volsky and uh, the DP is Evan uh, Zimophilus. And he's like a four-time Emmy winning DP. And it just, it looks great and really represents like the band and the direction we're going in. So I kind of just want to hit the ground hard. Like I want to find a label to work with. And um, I just see things getting bigger, you know, looking for some tours to hop on. But I haven't let that stop me at all. And I've done all my own booking. And I've been playing like already, you know, around 200 shows a year. And I just got off a tour. Like I literally... I've played, I played every night from Tuesday to Sunday along the coast. Um, I did have a show, unfortunately, canceled on Thursday, uh, some small town, Cambria. Um, but, you know, played the Canyon on Saturday in Long Beach, had an amazing audience last night. So just keeping that going. And uh, I don't see any signs of stopping, you know, and I got new music. I'm ready to go. You know? <laughs> that's good, that's good. Yeah. If, if you have any, do you have any plans to... Uh, work outside of the the US like Canada maybe the UK oh so I toured to Europe earlier this year actually um and I did play in London Southampton and Cardiff actually um and then we went over oh my god we played something like it was me and Jean so we did the tours Christina LaRocca and Jean Makovsky um and we played I think like it was like six or seven different countries in about three weeks time it was pretty insane Wow, it's like a marathon. It was. A, we were in Paris for twenty four hours. Like we, it was. Uh, it was kind of crazy, you know. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. We flew from London to Berlin, rented a car, and uh, played all over Germany. We played the Netherlands, Paris. We played Belgium. Uh, yeah, and then came right back and drove up to a festival in Eureka, which is like on the border of California and Oregon. So. We're not afraid to go, and I'm already talking to people about um, next year. So if you know anybody, any festivals, like I really want to hit the festival circuit and start playing some bigger crowds. So if anybody out there is listening and you like the album, just let us know. <laughs> We've just uh, this year hit the festival scene. We did three festivals this year. So next year we're hoping to do about probably five or six festivals. 
I think there'd be definitely a place over here in our festivals for your music. Uh, I've been told recently by the guys on the podcast that the Americana country scene has been getting bigger and bigger in the UK. It's not quite at the mainstream yet, but it's getting bigger. And I think from the few festivals I've been to recently, I think you'd definitely go down a storm on the uh, stages mm-hmm. in this country. And I love the way that you've got a dark grittiness about you as well. You know, usually country music's not dark or gritty, it's just miserable. But yours, <laughs> it is, it is miserable, but you've made it kind of dark and gritty, and I, I like that. And yeah. The, the, well, the UK, the British, and a lot of Europe, we are quite dark and gritty, and that, that, that speaks right yeah. to us. Yeah, no, totally. I, you know, I was going to say, uh, I feel that the role of, women in country music like it's starting to change so for so long you know she's just singing about having a heart broken and that's like the dark side you know uh, but they're usually I, it's changing a lot so there's an album right now that just shot to number one on the country charts and they're called the high women and it's Marin morris and brandy carlisle uh and they are changing the game so hopefully more albums like theirs and mine will be coming out and maybe changing your mind about country music <laughs> i hope you do i hope you do because there's certain aspects of country music i do like but just i don't know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah like you probably love like the black keys like that americana like i feel like they take a lot from like the rolling stones and you know uh led zeppelin even in their tones and things like that i find with with country music you you tend to follow artists it's like you don't follow the genre you'll follow an artist so yeah. like, I, I like lissy yeah I, I, I really like lissy and I, I can listen to her music all day and then somebody yeah. else can do the same kind of music and uh, just won't do it for me I don't, I don't know what it is there's something about country music that it's you've got to be the right person for it otherwise mm-hmm. it's, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know it's it's beyond me it's a different country i don't i don't understand you americans you know i like i said growing up in new york city if you ever asked a person from new york like what kind of music do you like and the response would be everything but country and (laughs) no seriously so like i didn't i didn't so it's kind of like it's a blending of genres you know there's straight country but then you have alternative rock which meeting americana you know which it's it's got the tones of country music like you know you'll hear like a pedal steel um, so there's different there's different kinds of country music too you know there's like the hokey stuff uh, you know to the more like rock and roll where it crosses over into rock and roll which is kind of where I see myself sitting yeah I suppose like any other genre uh, it, it has subgenres but I think it's just a genre that for some reason the British people just haven't bothered to delve into whether it's because we don't understand it or I don't know right but yeah, it's yeah. T- I think it's going to take people like you to, like I say, bring it over here and make it make it work. I think I'm down. I, I you know, I lived in London. Uh, I did a semester in university in uni, uh, 2005 actually, and uh, I loved being out there. So you know, down to come out there anytime. You know. Cool. The, the, mm-hmm. there's, there's always plenty of festivals on. We have more festivals on in this country than any other country in the world. Really? Yeah, wow. thousands every year. So there's plenty for you to ju- jump in on, I'd have, I'd have thought. Okay. So I'm going to throw a few quick questions at you. Sure. This is what we do 
Right, uh, first question, you're going on holiday, you're going somewhere nice, where's nice? First, where's nice, before we continue uh, the question. I've always wanted to go to Thailand, I've never been, but I'd love to go to Thailand. Okay, you're going to Thailand, and you're taking with you an MP3 player. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, you only have WAV files, and it's an old MP3 player, so you can only stick two songs on this MP3 player. Oh. And those songs are going to last you... The whole time you're there, what songs are you taking? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, I, uh, my first initial thought was something from Bob Marley, probably. Like, if I'm going to be out there on the beach and in Thailand, uh, maybe, uh, is this love? Um, tune. And what, yeah. And then what else? Um, Hmm, I'm just trying to think of like even like who I'd be there with. I'm just feeling like romantic vibes, beach vibes. Uh, but my the other artist that actually popped in my hill was uh, my head was Lauren Hill actually. Um, love Lauren Hill and probably anything from the Miseducation of Lauren Hill would make me pretty happy too. Does she still do music? I haven't heard anything from her for a long time. You know, uh, she actually has a show coming up with the artist Her at. Um, I think it's Hollywood Bowl in LA. And I got really excited about that. I was thinking about buying tickets for that. But, you know, she's never released another album since The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And it's kind of upsetting, you know. I, um, I, w- I won't go into a rant, but <laughs> it would be great <laughs> if she put out another album. <laughs> cool. Okay, we'll go on to the next question then. So the next question is if you could erase one song just get rid of it so it doesn't exist despite the backlash that you're going to get off everybody that does like it what song would you get rid of uh take it easy by the beatles uh by the eagles sorry <laughs> <laughs> okay take it easy by the eagles yeah i don't know why that song just i don't want to hear it ever again <laughs> you, must, you, you must really hate it i mean you didn't even need to think about it some I people did. most people will um and on oh what should we oh no no it's straight out i hate it it's gone uh. <laughs> ha- and all the haters can hate just get don't don't care i like the like there's other songs by the eagles that i actually really love but just something about that song it's got to go away okay <laughs> fair enough <laughs> Right, final question. If you could collaborate with one person dead and one person alive, who would you collaborate with? Oh, wow. Um, one person dead. Uh, Amy Winehouse. Uh, Good choice. I've had, we've had that a few times, I think. What a beautiful, what, you know, music just that came out of her. Just what an incredible soul, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, Alive, T-Burn Burnett. I do not know that person. T-Bone Burnett, um, amazing producer. Uh, now uh, he's been scoring films and plays, but uh, he has a wide history of recording and producing many albums. Awesome. So I said that was a final question, but I do have one more. What have been your most standout moments to date during your music career oh my gosh um i don't know just really kind of overcoming some obstacles that are more like mental than anything else you know just telling yourself 
to give up, you know, I went a few years without performing, you know, since my first record to date. And um, it took a lot to come out of that and rebuild everything again. And, you know, I'm incredibly happy with where I am right now and and touring and performing. And, uh, you know, I'd say probably some of those just first gigs back in the hot seat and uh i've got there's one person uh i have a lot to i owe a lot to um you know my voice teacher tanya solomon you know who became like a life coach for me and she um really brought me back and singing more powerfully than i've ever sung in my whole life and really encouraged me and uh you know pushed me to do what i love and uh you know, even just having this conversation feels like a highlight because it just, you know, came off tour. I feel really good about things. And uh, I just know the bigger things are on their way. But uh, it's been good. It's been great so far. Well, I hope all that works out for you. You seem certainly seem to have that drive about you to make it all come together. Thank I you. I think you're someone to look out for. If our listeners want to get hold of you, they want to follow you, they want to show you some love, they want to listen to you, where can they do that? You know, um, if you go to my website, Christina Laraca Music, that's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-L-A-R-O-C-C-A music.com, you know, that'll link you up to pretty much any website you like to hear music, whether you're listening on Spotify or Deezer or Apple Music. You know, and if you're on any of those sites, give it a follow, you know, give the profiles a follow, Instagram, I'm on there under Christina LaRocca Music as well. Excellent. So, yeah, you can find her there. I'll put that in the show notes. So check her out. If you like her music, listen to it on Spotify. If you like her music, go over to Amazon or iTunes and purchase her work. Support your artists. So, um, so we're gonna play your song now, "Whiskey Dreams" from the album. These are my whiskey dreams. Uh, just want to thank you for joining us on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much, Richie. I'm glad we uh, were able to make it happen. And don't forget, listeners, you can find us everywhere, all over the Tinter web. Just type in YHHTMPC into the Google verse or you haven't heard this music podcast, you will find us on all major platforms, including Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and YouTube and everything. Uh, Don't forget to check out our episode 17, which is out now, featuring Ralph Pellimounter, our guest on the show. Also coming out this Sunday coming, we'll have a B-side 17 side b that will be featuring special guest artist types he will be joining me and wayne for some fun and bants talking about lesser known music by lesser known artists so yes check them all out and show some love subscribe like and enjoy and in the meantime here is whiskey dreams by christina larocca
Say. 